What's your favorite color? Blue. Favorite car? A paid off one. What's your favorite state? Sleep. What's your favorite TV show? Friday Night Lights. What's your favorite movie? Rudy. What's your favorite band? I'm going to have to go with Green Day. What's your favorite podcast? Eureka Podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you ready? Why did you ask me this question? Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is Tuesday, March 31st, the year of our Lord, 2015. I am Jeremy Holmes and I am joined here by my wonderful, beautiful, loving, gentle, kind, co-host and fiance christy wise everybody <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> for you live on i the- think there's a couple <laughs> things that usually happen before you announce it on a podcast like what um like you ask me <laughs> oh <laughs> what if that was the way i wanted to ask you well you ask you don't just say Mm-hmm. Also, I hate the well, word assume, fiance. I assume I that you would it. say yes, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'd have to write out a pros and cons list. All right. Well, that was that. I'm going to start running out of these things. We already did the pregnancy scare, the fiance, the last show. We'll have to see. We'll have to see <laughs> what's coming up next. Well, thank you all for listening. We have a very exciting show planned for you today. We have some listener feedback, one of my personal favorite segments, listener <laughs> feedback. So I love hearing from you guys. We have an interview, a very special interview with a man named David. We have some beef jerky updates to share with you all. <laughs> We're going to continue the segment, Am I a Jerk? We uh, dovetailing it into last week's show, had some excellent submissions and suggestions for potential... Uh, themes or or drops related to that segment. Christina has a drone strike. I have some space news. We have a whole pile of stuff to talk about at the end. So, Christina, let's uh, let's jump right into it. So, uh, listener feedback. We had one person uh, comment on our new website, and they said the new website is too nice for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that they wanted to you? go back to Tumblr. <laughs> oh, God. So, meanwhile, I don't know actually what I'm going to do because I realized if I redirect nerdoutloudpod.com, which is our, if you go to that website currently, it mm-hmm. points to our Tumblr page. If I redirect that to our new website, which is 10710.com slash nerdoutloud, mm-hmm. uh, all of the, anytime you Google like a link to one of our shows, the nerdoutloudpod.com link comes up and if you click on that link it, and I redirect the URL all of those old links will be dead oh. so I don't know what to do I kind of uh, messed up that one <laughs> <laughs> probably should have thought about that beforehand so this is one of those valuable lessons that I get to learn uh, by making a horrible mistake and uh, we'll see I we'll think, see what I'm going to do I think whoever said that it's just because they like to see 
us in their feed when they're scrolling through porn on Tumblr. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'm going to keep posting. I'll pro probably at least post links and stuff and keep using the Tumblr page. I mean, we have three or four followers on there, which is, I don't know, <laughs> probably. <laughs> is that, I didn't know you followed it, but... things. Oh, is that how you see things in your feed? Yeah. That's how you see oh. things. Yeah. Yeah. No one look at who I'm following, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Depending on the theme that you have, you can't always see who you're following. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can. Okay. Okay. So, uh, speaking of Tumblr, currently, if you go to nerdoutloudpod.com, it'll take you to our Tumblr page, and there's a little ask us a question button. Mm -hmm. uh, we did get some feedback, some anonymous feedback on that. So, last week, somebody asked if they could borrow $20. Yes. Um, and I said yes. I haven't gotten follow-up from that person as to whether what their contact information is or their PayPal information mm -hmm. is because... As soon or as I do, I'll be sending that. Um, well, they did. They they wrote in and said what they're going to use it for. Oh. They said, I only have $19 worth of debt left down from <laughs> thousands. So that's why I needed the $20. Oh, that that's yeah. legitimate. Hey, and I'll, I'll give it to you, whoever you are. I just need your PayPal information. So uh, we got some feedback on the a rising tide floats all boats okay. <laughs> situation. Uh, first of all, uh, apparently it's not a rising tide floats all boats. It's a rising tide lifts all boats. Thank you, Kevin Farewell, for that correction. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin, I know that you are evidently not welcome over at the Takedown podcast. <laughs> I'd like you to know that you're uh, you're always welcome here. We have open, open door and open hearts. It also was not a Ronald Kevin. Reagan quote. Yeah. It's it, a JFK. <laughs> that was the other thing. Uh, it was also a <laughs> from uh, JFK, not Ronald Reagan. Uh, are you sure, actually? Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. It says it's a commonly attributed to JFK who used it in 1963 speech to combat criticism that a dam project he was inaugurating was a pork barrel project. Mm. However, the phrase has been used more commonly to defend tax cuts and other policies where the initial beneficiaries are high-income earners. Uh. So it probably was used by Reagan Economics. Okay. Uh, Maggie, on the Facebook page, uh, wanted you to know that you are not a jerk for uh, reporting the police on Waze. Okay. Last week. Did it three times on my way home today. <laughs> and uh, also Tier commented on the Facebook page listener Tierra and she said the same thing that you are not a jerk uh, and for her she was mentioning the not answering the phone for the security call so thank you the judges are in on you are M. the Christina only jerk. one that said I was a jerk on that yeah. well is what it is uh, all right. Well, that's listener feedback. Guys, we love to hear from you. Uh, as always, you can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and all that fun stuff. We're just Nerd Out Loud Pod on, on everything. You should be able to find us. And, uh, of course, you can just go to our website and then contact us through there anonymously. And we love to hear from you. So, and I have some very exciting news about the, uh, some updates on the beef jerky front that I wanted to talk about. Okay. We have some very exciting... The beef jerky situation has uh, taken a, an exciting and interesting turn that I would have never expected. But before we do that, we've been talking the last couple episodes about uh, t warning people to save the date for an upcoming event, the Odd Mall Expo. It's going to be June 6th and 7th. So I'm thinking we'll do like a little meetup hangout thing. I mean, like informal. It's not going to be, it's not like we have like a space there or anything, but. Uh, it would be fun to meet up with our local listeners if uh, 
they're free Saturday, June 6th. And it's totally free. It's a free event. So I talked a little bit with the uh, with the guy that is <laughs> the director of the show. I'm not <laughs> sure what his name is, what his title is. The guy that's running it and putting it on. I talked to him. His name is David. And uh, here he is. All right. Well, I am joined here today by uh, David with Odd Mall. Is that... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Is this... Uh, is there more than one Odd Mall event, or is it just the one here in Seattle? Yes. Actually, there's two different Odd Malls. Uh, my brother, Andy Hopp, actually started the company uh, back in 2009. He's a fantasy artist and illustrator, and you see his work all over our website. 2009, when he went to an art show, and all his stuff was just too weird. It didn't fit in. <laughs> so he thought, there's got to be other people like me that have stuff that just doesn't fit in with grandma's doilies and various other cliche art show and craft show items. So he decided to start his own show. He ran a successful con called Con on the Cob, which is a gaming convention every year in Akron, Ohio. And he started Odd Mall uh, with a lot of the same vendors from Con on the Cob came. And then he put out the word and all of a sudden he had 100 vendors signed up for his little event. And it was very successful from the start. Um, about two years ago, I met up with my brother at a wedding in Ohio. And I said, why aren't you doing more of these odd malls in more places? And he said, really, I just don't have anybody that I trust to do them. Uh-huh. So I said, well, why don't I do one in Seattle? And two days later, I came back to Seattle, found a building for our first show, and we've been going ever since then. And, and so what, uh, when was your first one? Our first show was in September of 2013, and that was at the Linwood Convention Center. We, we moved up to Everett. Uh, we had a show, one show at what was then known as the uh, Comcast Arena. I believe now it's called the Xfinity Arena at their convention space. Yeah. And now we're at our home at the Holiday Inn in Everett, right off of uh, I-5 exit. 193, I believe. What's the, what's like the overall kind of concept of, of the event? So basically the idea is to have this, it's kind of like a folk life type festival where you have people Mm -hmm. from all different cultures, uh, except ours is more like instead of different parts of the world, ours is more like different genres. So we have people that are into sci-fi. We have people that are into fantasy, steampunk, all bringing their types of items to share with everybody else uh, and then we have a lot of handmade home goods as well mm-hmm. as art prints um, t-shirts clothing toys jewelry you name it if you can make it it's probably at odd mall uh, a lot of darker themed items like skulls and different things like that yeah yeah and and uh, i also saw that you guys have um there, there's like an entertainment component to the event yeah I want, you know, if, if you're going to drive to Everett, I want you to come and shop with all my vendors. Yeah. But I also want to give you a reason to stick around and make a day of it. And so you're not just coming to shop and turning around and driving back to Seattle if that's where you're coming from. You know, we're trying to make this a big event and grow this as much as we can so that uh, it's the Pacific Northwest's new favorite shopping experience. Yeah. So, you know, we have the entertainment. We have, and let's talk a little bit about, about the entertainment if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, so each day 
we the first hour and the last hour of the day is reserved for shopping. So we start off on Saturday. We have a band called Godfish. They're going to start us off at noon. At 1 o'clock, we have another band called Solar Sin. And then at 2 o'clock, we have something really special. Uh, there's a really good group of ladies that have a group called Dames for Dreams. And they help women in need. Uh, and they're going to join up with us to put on a fashion show at Odd Mall. And the fashion show is going to feature the items from our vendors. Okay. Then at 3 o'clock, we have a really fun band called Crooked Trailer. And then at 4 o'clock, uh, one of my favorite parts of Odd Mall, uh, do you like circus sideshow entertainment? We have the Reckless Freaks. They've been at every Odd Mall so far. They do feats that will just amaze you, such as, this is kind of crazy. They put a pitchfork under their throat. Yeah. This guy, Sideshow Ben, he's like a big, tall guy. He bends over, puts a pitchfork under his throat, puts a cinder block on his back, and then the mighty Lurch, one of the other reckless freaks, takes a sledgehammer and breaks the cinder block over his back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. you, you got to see it to believe it. It's just crazy. <laughs> uh, they do all sorts of different feats like that. And the, the Reckless Freaks are a really good Seattle group, and I really support them and love everything that they do. Yeah. And then coming up after the Reckless Freaks at 5 o'clock, we have another band called the Post Rapture Party. And uh, that's it on Saturday. Then on Sunday, uh, all the way from Los Angeles, California, we have Brian Sapphire, the evil juggler, at noon. Uh, Brian's an actor, comedian, juggler. He works a lot of the Renaissance festivals. He works on cruise ships. Mm -hmm. And he just loves Odd Mall. And he's a, a friend of ours, so we invite him up. And he comes up every time. So we're looking forward to Brian. And then uh, after Brian, at 1 o'clock, we have Dragon Steps, which is a fire dancing group. Uh, unfortunately, they can't do fire inside, so they'll be <laughs> doing a rhythm dance. Yeah. And then at 3 o'clock is our second annual Weird Beard and Mustache Contest. There we go. We team up with uh, the Emerald City Beardos Facial Hair Club. Evil Nate is their president, and he's a real good guy. And... Uh, they put on this great beard contest. This year we're going to have competitors from Vancouver, Portland, Bremerton, uh, and I've already had somebody sign up from Virginia coming in for this. Holy cow. So it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Uh, the Weird Beard and Mustache Contest. We have Ryan Castle from KISW as one of our judges. Mm -hmm. uh, he was really excited about this. So we're going to get some uh, celebrities in there too, we hope. Yeah, that's that sounds. So, where where do you? I don't know how to say this without. Where where do you meet these people? <laughs> like how how did you how did you collect this well interesting group? Um, all of these people actually, except for the uh, the Emerald City Beardos and the Dames for Dreams, all of the bands contacted me, and the Reckless Freaks contacted me through my website originally. And what what kind of turnout have you had the last couple of years? Has it been growing? It's been growing. Uh, our first show in Seattle area, uh, people kind of get mad sometimes because before I started the show, I made the Facebook page and I just made it Odd Mall Seattle before I had a building. I'd really like it to be Odd Mall Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that stuff happens all the time. It's everybody knows where Seattle is, but not everybody knows where Everett is. So it, I don't know. It right. makes sense. It's close enough. It's close enough. I'll say yeah. that it counts. <laughs> 
I always say it's worth the drive. Yeah, sure. It's, uh, you know, 20 minutes. Hey, and parking is way easier. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's free parking. They're, they have a huge parking lot. They have a parking garage. They have street parking. One nice thing that we haven't talked about is Oddmall is family-friendly. Um, all those entertainers that we mentioned are doing a family-friendly version of their show. Uh, as silly as that may sound for the Reckless Freaks, they, they do a family-friendly version. Sure. Um, we also have a special... Uh, a couple of special ladies, or I, I don't know if they're ladies, I should call them. Let's call them fae people. Um, fairy Princess Lolly mm-hmm. and Clover the Bloom Fairy. They're kind of our Santa Claus. They've been to every show with us, and we set up a little fairy area. Last time we had Fairy Princess Lolly's castle. Uh, this time Clover's getting a forest woodland area. Um, Clover makes balloon animals. Fairy Princess Lolly is an author. And she has little gemstones for children, and uh, I forget what she calls them, but they're uh, little rocks that kids break with a hammer, and there's gemstones inside. Oh, ge- really geodes. Yeah, geodes. Yeah, geodes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's family-friendly. There's lots of stuff for kids to do. There's space painting. So, yeah. That's Great. Pretty much everything that's going on. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. forgot about one thing. Well, maybe more than one, but one off the top of my head sure. is the Museum of Curious Things. Um, that's a 24-foot Airstream trailer is going to be parked in the parking lot right outside of Oddmall. Mm-hmm. And you can just go on in and check out the museum. They, they accept donations, uh, but it is free admission. And inside, you'll see all sorts of cool things like the Fiji mermaid, uh, two-headed calf skull, yeah, all, all the types of oddities you see, like on TV, the oddities TV show, those yeah. types of things. Yeah, uh, it's really cool. And you get to go through a beautiful uh, Airstream trailer, <laughs> the uh, aluminum Twinkie. Um, so yeah, you have had, uh, I, I would imagine that in since doing this since 2013, you've probably had a uh, a number of uh, unique <laughs> uh, experiences that stand out to you. But is there is there any um, are there any particular stories or weird moments that you that come to mind where you just you know were particularly thankful or excited or? Well, let me tell you a little story about a girl named Renee. Uh, Renee came to Odd Mall. This was for our show last June first, I believe, in Everett. Uh, Renee came for our weird beard and mustache contest. And Renee is a, a female, mm-hmm. and Renee has a condition that causes her to grow facial hair. And Renee entered the competition, and it won in, actually, I believe, two categories uh, with her hair. She, she gained all this confidence. Uh, she re-brand, renamed herself Little Bear, uh-huh. and she's no longer Renee. She legally had her name changed to Little Bear. And she's a bearded lady, and she is now a part of the Reckless Freaks. Oh, wow. And because of coming to Odd Mall and gaining the courage to compete and meeting the Reckless Freaks, her life has completely changed. And I I don't want to take any of the credit for it other than I held the contest. Yeah. But that's a very special story to me, and I think it's one of the best things that have come out of Odd Mall. Yeah. Well, congrats, uh, Little Bear. (laughs) 
So um, we're yeah. we're going to be we're planning to come to the event, and uh, hopefully, maybe some people will be coming out with us. What uh, what advice do you have for uh, first time attenders, people that have never been before, and this is going to be their first time coming? Do you have any suggestions or tips? Sure. Um, come early and stay late. <laughs> yeah. We want you to come all day. Take your time. Walk through uh, all the areas where the vendors are. Really look at the artwork and the time. Everything at Odd Mall, uh, well, 98% of everything at Odd Mall is handcrafted or handmade. Mm -hmm. uh, so take some time. Get to know these people and learn their stories. Learn what they put into their artwork and appreciate the artwork. Um, take a break. Get something to drink. There's a bar that opens at 4 o'clock every day in the lobby. Uh, I'm going to talk to them about maybe opening a little bit earlier this year. Uh, but Yeah, who wants to wait till two... 4? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think, you know, we had about 6,000 people at the last show over the two days Holy cow. Uh, last year. So I think they really understand that the uh, they missed the boat there. Yeah. And uh, hopefully this, this year they'll, they'll learn from their mistake because they would have been busy all day long. Yeah. And what what how much does it cost to get in? Oh, that's the best part. It's free. Oh, that's fantastic. There's absolutely no charge. I don't want you to spend your money with me. I want you to come spend your money with the vendors, the people yeah. that are there uh, trying to show you their goods. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome that uh, that you're you're able to do that and that it, more more people are coming. So, uh, what <laughs> I ask this to everybody that I have on the show. Uh, you know, what, what do you do for fun when you're uh, when you're not putting on Odd Mall? Well, I'm 44 years old, and ever since I was 12 years old, and I saw on Saturday morning World Wrestling Federation, that was always my dream to be involved in the pro wrestling business. Mm -hmm. And I actually spent 14 years as a referee in professional wrestling. So now uh, when I'm not spending time with my family, I'm usually watching wrestling. <laughs> That's awesome. So you were, you were actually a, a referee. Yes. I worked for the Heartland Wrestling Association in Cincinnati, Ohio. Wow. Uh, back in the time period when they were part of the WWF at the time, developmental territory. Holy cow. <laughs> That's uh. That's awesome. Well, how uh, how can people yeah. find you online? So we know your Facebook page is Odd Mall Seattle, and and I'll link to it. But are are you on Twitter or anything yeah. like that? Any other? Yeah, we're on Twitter, Pinterest, uh, Etsy, YouTube. Everything has Odd Mall Seattle. Uh, Facebook Odd Mall Seattle, Twitter Odd Mall Seattle. Uh, if Instagram hashtag Odd Mall Seattle. Uh, our website is oddmall.info. And uh, I think that's pretty much all of our stuff. Awesome. We're, we're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, uh, I'll, I'll put links to it too in, in all the show. And okay. uh, hopefully we'll get some people out there. Well, Sounds great. Thanks for your time, David. Make I really sure appreciate you, uh, it. Yourself. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Uh, bye. Well, I, for one, am excited. <laughs> I can't can wait. Yeah. You, uh, you, you woke up a little bit. You you perked up. Yeah, um, you went from like a a heavy, what I'll call a heavy slouch to to a moderate slouch. 
Okay. So your eyes have one of your eyes is slightly open now, so that's um, we're getting there. Friend of the we're show, Courtney, there. after we talked about it the first time, said you had me at beard contest. Yes. Yeah. Well, and as you heard, uh, there was a lovely story about a uh, uh, a female with a beard. <laughs> so okay. an actual bearded lady. Like I I always thought that the bearded lady situation was like a a gimmick. No. But apparently. This is an actual thing that happens. I've I've met so. three sisters that were all bearded ladies. Yeah, my my favorite part, and I I uh, our connection was a little rough. I think maybe, but um, and I wanted to mention this, but it didn't come up. I didn't have an opportunity to do it. But uh, he right on the tails of talking about how there's a like a a sideshow type situation with a guy with a pitchfork that goes on his neck and then a cinder block on his back that gets smashed um he talked about there's a kids area and all the shows are family friendly so what i'm really excited about seeing is how they how they do the family friendly stapling money to people's bodies and oh, pitchfork no. situation i but. don't want that to happen <laughs> it reminds me of folk life I took a little bit. And I took my I took my uh my my young <laughs> my young daughter to folk life and we had we had a jolly time there. So I'm uh I'm looking forward to checking out that event and I might have to I might have to take the recording stuff out and uh see if we can Oh yeah maybe meet some people and uh get to know them a little bit and and find some some people to get on the show cuz that's like I feel like that's our wheelhouse. I feel like that's I feel like that's going to be our people. Like the type of people that are at an event like that as vendors. I feel like that's that's going to be our people. Mm-hmm. Like I want to talk to the guy that makes chain mail. <laughs> like I want yes. I want to know that person. So anyway, that should be great. So now I have I want to talk about the beef jerky. Yes, the jerky this is situation. A great story. So this has taken a turn for uh, for the exciting. First of all, I just want to talk about uh, our friends. Our actually my friends now. As a result of the beef jerky show, there was a a, a beef jerky shop that goes by the name of uh, Hilton Head House of Jerky. You can find them at HiltonHeadHouseOfJerky.com. It's pretty mm-hmm. simple. Th- when you you used to go there and it auto played like some cool. Th- a song pirate because it kind of has like a the website has a little bit of a pirate theme to it mm-hmm. um uh, th- it's last time i went there it's not doing that anymore but there's still some pirate stuff on there so i i would suggest that you go check that out hilton head house of jerky.com uh, they were nice enough to send us some python jerky because he heard us talking about it on the show and uh sent us out some some python jerky and it was interesting so very nice of him you didn't so Christy, well, I mean, you don't you're not a big fan of meat in right. general, which is probably why you struggled with it a little bit. I'll say the, the flavor ta- was good. The flavor was really good. It was kind of like a teriyaki but spicy teriyaki flavor situation. Yeah, there was definitely there was some sweetness to it. It looks like there was brown sugar, garlic, onion. So there was, you know, there was some sweet, some savory. It was a little spicy. Uh, and the consistency of the meat was really, it was actually different than I would have expected. It was, it was kind of chewy. Yeah. But, uh, but it was really good. I enjoyed it. It was good. I, um, I ate all of it and then saved a tiny little bit for you. Tiny little string. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, go check, go check that place out. Hilton Head House 
of jerky, all one word, dot com. And I'll link to it in the show notes and stuff. Um, but here's, here's the exciting part. Yeah. So, so the guy from Hilton Head House of Jerky contacts me and says, hey, I'm, uh, we're going to be on the Today Show partially because of your podcast. So weird. <laughs> so I have, I have a little video that I'm going to play now. Because we're back now with my Tuesday trend. And recently, a very good friend of mine, a darling man whose advice I take pretty much every day of my life, suggested this topic. Yes, the one and only Al Roker brought to my attention the food craze that is sweeping the nation. Kids everywhere, young and old, are all talking about one thing, artisanal high-end jerky. Yes, <laughs> beef jerky. Not the one at the convenience store sitting off at the shelf, which is fine, too. We're talking beef elk, turkey, teriyaki, tarragon, <laughs> tamarind. <laughs> this is something for everyone. So here with some tasty options on how to make it ourselves, private chef Bryn Herrera. Good to see you. Hey. So there we have it. <laughs> but were... the weird part is, tell the back So here's, here's what happened. So the, the Today Show featured craft uh, jerky, just like we were talking about on our show. Kind of highlighted the whole world of craft jerky. And here's Okay, well, I'll get to that. I'll get to my my uh, my notes that I have okay. on their uh, on their mm -hmm. on their clip in a moment. But uh, here's the interesting part. So, Bren Bren Herrera, I believe, is her name, is a uh, like a personal chef, and she's on the Today Show all the time, I guess. And what uh, what the guy from Hilton Head House of Jerky told me is that Bren Herrera reached out to him because she heard our podcast. I guess somehow, some way our podcast came across her radar about beef jerky and she heard about us or she heard about the Hilton head house of jerky. And, uh, then they, it turned into a segment on the today show. That's so weird. Bryn, which call is fantastic. Us. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for ideas, guys, if you need like, uh, I don't know what the job would be like maybe casting or, or, uh, pr production of some kind, <laughs> I'm happy. You know, I'm, I got lots of ideas, lots of stuff that I, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have the time or ability to do with the resources I have on, at my fingertips. Something tells me that the today show probably has a, a few more resources than I do. And I would be happy to, uh, to, to produce your segment to help uh help, but help we could also give you guys have some her ideas. just on our show yeah 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 that, that we could do that bren yeah if you're listening we'd love to uh we'd love we'd love to talk to you so give us a call tweet us whatever that's great news for our friends yeah yeah which is awesome like i i absolutely love uh i love that i love that that happened i mean w one of the one of the reasons that I love doing this show and that I want to do this show is because I want to help. I, I love people that are just doing stuff with their passions and I, I want to help give them a voice and connect them with people that are excited about what they're doing. Like that's it. And this is, this is a, a perfect example of that. So, you know, if we played any part in that at all, I don't know much of the backstory and I'd, I'd love to hear it, but mm -hmm. uh, that would be, That'd be great. The one thing that I will say is that they they talk specifically at the beginning of this clip about um, uh, I didn't want to let it play on, but we'll, uh, we posted a link on our Facebook and you can go find it. But um, they specifically talk about we're not talking about the stuff that you can get on the store on the store shelves. This is like artisanal craft jerky. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> and. And then she pulls out a bag of, of like, cr 
a brand called Crave beef jerky that, okay. that you can buy in yeah. the store. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's fancy, but it's not it's good too. I, I wouldn't call it artisanal. No, I would call it maybe it like, was when it first started. And then, yeah. And then they got bought by the Anheuser Busch of beef jerky, which is right. big jerky, <laughs> Oberto or whatever. So anyway, so that was exciting and cool and whatever. Yeah. I, uh, I loved hearing that. So, you know, if, if, if you're, um, we maybe can use that as a, a a way to get people on the show. <laughs> like, hey, one time we accidentally maybe got somebody <laughs> kind of mentioned on TV. So mm-hmm. you should come on. <laughs> you should come on. And uh, yeah, congratulations to Hilton Hilton Head House of Jerky, and thank you for the Python. So, Christy, we talked last week about your your segment that we've done a couple times now. Am I a jerk? Yes. And uh, you don't have one this week. I I have one. I have one. I'd like to expand the am I a jerk to m- beyond just you, and I will uh I will put myself at at the court's mercy, as they say. The answer will just always be yes. Well, I don't know about this one. We'll see. Okay, we'll we'll see. see. So I have one. But before we get into that, we uh you put out a call kind of to to the to the to the listeners asking for suggestions on like a theme song mm-hmm. or intro, and we got some feedback. Okay, let's hear so, it. This is the first one. This is from uh We got some feedback. So this is the first one. This is from Mike Frizzell, friend of the show Mike Frizzell. Okay. It's a clip from uh Are you playing this in any particular order? No. Okay. No 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 Shut up! Shut the fuck You have no right to take Shut up! Will you shut up? Shut up! Shut 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 up! Shut up! Now! Are you threatening me, dick? Why'd you... You go, fuck! So, so, so that, you know, it goes on for a minute. I only played about a 20-second okay. piece of it. I'm not sure if he's thinking the whole I think it's funny. Whatever. So it is It is funny, it, and I kind of like the uh, the abstract background music. I yeah, dig, have you watched that movie I dig before? That. I've never seen the movie. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so th- we have a lot to live up to. Let's hear the... I haven't heard any of these. Okay. Well, except one. Uh... Listener Tier mentioned in the same Facebook post okay. where she was saying you're not a jerk. She mentioned um, the uh, Dave Damashek from the, who's yep. used to have a show on the Corolla Network, and he had a whole segment called um, the Jerk List where he would go through a list of people that are jerks. Okay, let's and here's that. here's the little intro that he had. Let it begin. Jerkless. Oh, I see all. <laughs> There's too many jerks. That's what I love about it. jerks. The jerkless. A severe penalty for being a jerk. You're a jerk. The jerkless. There's too many jerks. <laughs> the jerkless. Judge rules. So there's. I like that one. There's the uh, the damage. I feel like one. we might have to ask. His permission. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll write Adam and see. Well, you could write to Damashek. I could write to Geo. Maybe Geo could reach out for us. Well, see, that's the one thing that has against that is a in the cons list is <laughs> that it reminds me too much of Geo. Yeah, well, you never know. Okay, mm-hmm. next. Hey, I we love you, Geo. This is uh this is from listener Christy Wise. 
<laughs> what? This Jen. was your Oh, I'm sorry. This is Jen. Friend of I the show, know. Jen. I didn't know that it was um that. You're a jerk. I know. 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 You're a jerk. 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 Okay, so that's that the one. winning so far. <laughs> there we have. That's uh, listener Jen, and that is uh, "You're a Jerk." It's the name of the song. Yeah, from New Boys. Okay. And then this one, this is, uh, I think, this is this is from Jeremy Henson, friend of the show, Jeremy Henson from the Eureka Podcast. Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. Everybody's jerking around. <laughs> I think that we have to have that one. It's amazing, it's right? It's pretty amazing. So Jeremy Ensign recorded that himself. Uh, it's like four different tracks. He did all four parts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he sent me to that. The best, here's the best part about that one specifically. He sent it to me and uh I recently there's some hmm, I don't maybe want to get into details, but we were, we're having some employee turnover uh at at my day job. Okay. Um about 25% of our staff. <laughs> and it was uh, unexpected and a pretty big thing. And so we had kind of a somber meeting where this was being announced uh, <laughs> this last, this week. And uh, during the meeting, I went to go do something on my phone. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but I had been listening to this clip on the way into work. And I went to go open my, <laughs> I opened my phone uh, during this meeting and uh and that clip started playing <laughs> <laughs> did everyone so, laugh uh there, no no there okay. wasn't a lot of laughter there about that mm. but uh but yeah so i mean i feel like i feel like it's here's my gut you can tell me where you're at with it um i want to uh mike thank you for trying uh you know i i, I appreciate your contribution mm-hmm. uh for sure uh so thank you and uh, you know, Tierra, thank you again for the suggestion. I also hear, I hear Dave Damashek. You know, you're a jerk with the blaster sounds in my yeah, head. Yeah, the blaster sounds I, got me from my um, Adam Carolla times. Uh, but I feel like we kind of have to go with the "You're a Jerk" song. I I like that, and I also like the Henson song. So I'm yeah. Maybe I'm we should put thinking it to about a vote. trying to yeah. Let's do that. We could do a vote. I was going to say maybe try and do some kind of mashup or something. Or an in and an out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like an intro and an outro. But <laughs> this is everyone vote. Becoming so elaborate. I like it. We'll put up a thing on the Facebook. I think there's a way to... I don't know how to do anything, but I feel like there's a way to do like <laughs> do a, a survey. a poll or something? Oh, wait. I do know how to do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah. We could do a spreadsheet of some kind. Yes. <laughs> so we'll do a vote. We'll do a joke. A vote. Uh, and we'll put all four of them up there. Okay. Although I've probably tampered with the vote by now. Or people don't my, care what you think. Comments. You are, you are not influencing it. <laughs> don't worry about that's that. Probably that's probably true. Um, okay, so Christina Wise, are you ready? Uh, I throw myself at the mercy of of the court, and I ask you if if I'm a jerk. Uh, so I've had a number of run-ins. Regarding people's pets as of late. 
and I'm beginning to develop a, a, a little bit of a, I don't know, a little bit of a, an issue, I, I, I would say. Okay. So, uh, number one, you're a podcast, Little Red Bandwagon. Uh, it's doing remarkably well. Like I said last week, 10 times the downloads of any other project that I've ever been a part of, including this on the very first episode, you guys were doing better than Pauly Shore in the, uh, you know, in the iTunes podcast store, like top 100 comedy podcasts in all of iTunes, which is insane. Crazy. Um, so, you know, I am helping produce that show and, you know, uh, record and edit it and all that talent. stuff. And, uh, I wanted you and Mike to sound nice, and so we got Mike this a uh, microphone. Your co-host Mike and I sent it out to him, and uh, it worked great. We recorded the Takedown podcast together on a Friday. That following Saturday, we went to go record Little Red Bandwagon, and his microphone didn't work. So we spend an hour and a half on the phone talking, or you know, he tinkered around with it for a while. Maybe you I spent going time the on the phone with him, boards. saying like, you know, frantically searching, trying to figure out what's going on. Like lots of people complaining about USB mics not working and Windows eight point one, all this kind of stuff. So his microphone doesn't work. We finally end up recording episode two with his built-in mic on his computer. It sounds like he's talking through a tin can. It sounds like the first hundred episodes of Takedown Podcast. It's like, and I put out a, a mediocre. I mean, the the content was great. The audio was mediocre for the episode two of Little Red Bandwagon, and and that was um, that was frustrating for me. <laughs> I would say me as well, and. Uh, then I come to find out the next day that he sends me a picture of uh, his microphone cord. It's been chewed through. The microphone cord for his microphone has been chewed through by his rabbit. His rabbit that he lets just run around the house. <laughs> just It just runs free around the house. Shit's all over the floor, by the way. Which he also doesn't clean up because apparently the dog just eats the poop off the floor. It's so that's great. It's like circle a little of circle life. of life type situation yeah. happening right in the Frizzell household. So uh, so we have that. Then we have your dog, which mm -hmm. for some reason has decided to specifically attack me and my possessions that I have mm -hmm. in this household. Uh, he, he pees on my shoes on a regular basis. Yes. He pooped on my bag the other day that I happened to sit on the floor. I can't leave anything that's mine on the floor <laughs> of this house or else he'll somehow find it and target just my stuff. Not anybody else's. Mm -hmm. Only my stuff. When he pees in our room or poops, he always comes over to my side of the room to, to do his <laughs> business, like my side of the bed where I enter and exit our marital bed or our not marital bed. Mm -hmm. uh, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Mom. Um, yeah, and I just want to, okay, I I had a dog once. Like, I get it. I'm a pet owner. But what? We need to real like when did it become okay? Your dog just pees and poops all over this house all the time. Like, when did that become okay for people's animals to just start destroying stuff? And and it's like, oh, sorry about that. Like my dog just shit in your shoes. Why is that okay all of a sudden that that everybody's pets can just run free? Like who lets their bunny run around the house and just chew up their electronics and shit all over the floor? And then their other dog cleans it up. Your dog is running around your house, shitting all over the floor, pissing all over my shoes. He has seizures constantly because he has a tumor. Okay, like, I'm not trying to be a jerk. Well, maybe I am trying to be a jerk, and that's what we're going to decide. But I feel like at some point we just... 
the dog needs to get put to sleep. Like we people just we need to reel in the pets a little bit, guys. <laughs> like let's let's get this under control. Because I'm tired of having my stuff shit on. And you know, I don't I don't like that stuff, so I choose not to have pets because I don't want to have to deal with I'm sorry, I'll have to buy you a new pair of shoes because my dog took a shit in your shoes. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to deal with that. And I also don't want to have to, like, train my dog. Like, I, I personally, I trained my dog not to shit inside. <laughs> I mean, that's what I did when I had a dog. I, apparently, that's not something that people do anymore. I mean, I, do you, I don't know why you haven't trained your dog not to poo and pee on things. Okay. Because that's something okay. that I did. Stop. We need to also back up and say why what's the real reason you're not a pet owner what do you mean you know say what the real reason i get is. attached to things yes i get attached and i don't want to i don't want to deal with the loss and so it's it's what a, happened when your dog died it's a risk reward situation for me let's talk about when your dog died <laughs> i had a hard time i had a hard time with yeah. it how old was he when he passed away he was three three and three. a half we and put him to sleep because he had a disease that would have cost thousands of dollars to repair. Mm -hmm. And because I'm a normal human being, I <laughs> chose to put my dog to sleep at that point instead of going into debt for that. Okay. And well, I, I wasn't, I mean, I was a kid. I didn't have the, yeah. it wasn't a choice that I could make. But. How did you mourn his death? What's that? This is Cody. Yeah. Cody, yeah no. Cody. no, really. T <laughs> tell what happened. What do you mean? How old were you when he passed away? Oh, I think I was. 15 i was 15? just about to take my driver's test because okay. i i took him <laughs> i took him with me on the driver's right. test uh, his, his ashes, ashes. right yeah. and then um did you also take his ashes other places yeah Where? yeah i carry I, I mean everywhere everywhere um in uh, into college yeah yeah you just carried him around yeah okay. road and then dog. what happened what do you mean <laughs> Why don't you have them anymore? Like, what happened to that? Oh, the ashes. Mm -hmm. Um, somebody took him out of my took his ashes out of my dorm room, mm -hmm. and was playing catch with uh, them, like keep playing keep away with my dog's ashes, and uh, the the box broke open and all the ashes exploded everywhere. And what was the yeah. best thing that was ever said? <laughs> and then somebody walked out of their room and looked around and started waving the air and said, who let Jeremy's dog out? <laughs> um, but why did he say that? Because there's an expectation that your pets don't make a huge mess inside. Um, you, you, it's twofold. Okay. You're a jerk because you brought up... Brody's con life-threatening condition. Okay. That's where you just, like, took... You just became a jerk there. Hmm. People's dogs peeing and pooping mm -hmm. inside. Yes. That's good. That fucking rabbit eating the... <laughs> Wait, cord. what? So the, I'm okay to be upset about the bathroom situation? Mm -hmm. So I'm not a jerk for that part. But I'm a jerk for bringing up his condition. Yes. Yeah. And you're not a jerk for being mad at the rabbit. Okay. But also, we need to turn the blame to the owner that multiple times <laughs> plugged and unplugged that thing and didn't notice well, that there he, was a hole. I will say this. I've been giving Mike Frizzell a lot of a lot of crap. Friend of the show, mm -hmm. Mike Frizzell. I've been giving him a lot of crap about this, uh, as it were. Um the the microphone that he was using has a light on it 
and the light was turning on. So he would plug it in, and the light on the microphone would turn on. So it was getting power, and it was because the bunny only chewed through half of the cord, the half that apparently told the computer that it was a microphone, oh, okay. but not the half that was giving him power. So, you know, and it, it was small enough that it was difficult to find unless you were really looking for it. Okay. It was a black cord. And okay, I'll give him the benefit. Stuff, I'm just glad that it wasn't a Windows issue because that's much harder to diagnose. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, the, the good news is, is that the problem's fixed. So, so am I a jerk? Yes or no? Yes. Yes 50 and no. 50-50. Yeah, 50-50. Okay, all right. Uh, so, uh, Christina. Yes. Did you have, uh, did you have any drone strikes? I do. I have one drone strike that, uh, is multiple pronged. Okay. Multi-pronged. Um, today my drone strike is Governor... Mike Pence of Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Any other state that has a religious freedom law, anyone who believes they need a religious freedom law, mm-hmm. uh, people that voted for Mike Pence, okay. people that support what he says, and kind of the whole, whole state of Indiana, except for Notre Dame, <laughs> all okay. need to just be gone. Okay. I didn't know that Notre Dame was in Indiana. You didn't? No. You need to watch Rudy, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you have it here. Yes. Of course I have it. Yeah. Have you not seen it? I have seen it. Okay. Yeah. So why do you want to do that? He um, signed into a law. uh, Either he signed in. It's all got jumbled because as, as soon as it got announced and people started to backlash. Freaking out, yeah. He then said, oh, that's not what I meant, and <laughs> I'll put in another amendment that, yeah. that negates it. So I don't even know where, as of today, Tuesday, where it actually stands. Um, but basically, they put he tried to enact a law called a religious freedom law, mm-hmm. which which basically says if a company has a religious belief okay. against you, or something that you're doing, they do not have to serve you. And okay. it, it basically, it's a veiled, thinly veiled way to discriminate against um, gay people, specifically mm-hmm. gay marriage. Yeah. And after that, there was a pretty big... Af- um, There's been back. a pretty big yeah, backlash. Lo- Large companies said they would pull out of their... Yeah, um, Apple spoke out against yeah. it. Celebrities, so bands what canceled their tours. What do you think about tours. the boycott thing, though? Do you think that... I mean, do you think that, like, a comedian saying, I'm not going to go to Indiana, yes. do you think that's effective I, that's, and a good plan? Yes, so that's been kind of a debate today is, well, what about the people there that don't believe in that and they they don't have those beliefs? The thing is that feeling that pinch like hey we i mean the ncaa said they weren't going to have the final four there i mean that's huge Mm -hmm. um a lot of um sports teams pulling out or the nfl did it in arizona said that they weren't going to have the super bowl in arizona if they did this Mm -hmm. um people run the government by their votes and if i were a democrat in indiana and feel that this is bullshit i would make it a point to not 
have that guy yeah get reelected yeah so our votes and our money make the power and so there you mm-hmm. go our voices change things right all right yeah what do you think uh you know i don't know i i uh i i'm torn about it i i think that with something like this it's important to take a stand like that um to to take a strong stand against it i can't help but like empathize with the people there that you know don't that disagree with it as well um mm-hmm. but are now potentially having their livelihoods threatened and i mean it's it's going to very seriously impact the economy in a lot of ways um and with boycotts in general i i mean i've always kind of been on the fence about it like christians love to do it which Mm -hmm. is probably why i'm kind of iffy about it sometimes is because christians oftentimes will say like target won't allow the bell ringers to be out front because it's a christian organization and they don't want the salvation army you know being you know being part of or being out in front of the store or whatever and so then Christians say, well, because they won't let the Salvation Army be out there, then we're going to boycott them. Like, they're an evil organization, so we're going to have... But, I mean, like, the whole point of Christianity is you're supposed to be, like, a light in a dark place. So saying, like, hey, that's a dark place, we're not going to go there anymore. Mm-hmm. It seems counterintuitive to me and counterproductive, uh, but that's also pretty situationally specific i suppose to christianity so i don't know i mean i but the thing is that i can see both sides of it i guess the thing is that when those evangelical christian organizations decide to boycott it usually works in the opposite way yeah and everyone goes and flocks to that thing in this part in this part of the country that's true but the whole middle of the country is a i mean that's a whole different that's a whole different thing you know people love their chick-fil-a and mm-hmm. whatever you know there's so. one coming in linwood yes yeah, it's, it's weird it's so weird so all right okay well that's your drone strike the entire state of indiana except for notre dame mm-hmm. all right cool innocent bystanders and all <laughs> yeah. taste the blaster <laughs> the drone strike <laughs> blaster um i uh you know in lieu of in lieu of boring everybody for three and a half minutes of uh, our my Just Space Things segment, uh, I'm just going to tell you to go listen to Takedown Podcast, episode 104. Let me bore you for a solid 45 minutes. Not four to five minutes, 45 minutes. <laughs> they uh, actually made the mistake of giving me a platform to make a case for space. And, uh, you know, I feel like I feel like it went really well. I felt really confident going into it. Um, uh, I, I I kind of explained it then, but you know, I I haven't received such a clear vision since my preaching days, when you know a sermon was just dropped into my heart, and I found myself in preparation for making a case for space, as it were, and uh, and and a message just got dropped into my heart—a nice little three-point sermon just like uh just like back in the day so like i said to him when he told me that is why can't the lottery numbers be dropped (laughs) into your lap i don't know god god works in mysterious ways 
God works in mysterious ways. So maybe in, in a way, I feel that's what some people say when they don't maybe, get the things. Maybe that they... somebody heard my my sermon about making a case for space. They decide to become an astronaut, become a scientist. They discover the cure for cancer. That's better than the lottery number, Christy. That's better than money. Okay. Yeah. You can't take uh, you can't take Can can't I take say, your lottery winnings to heaven with you. Can I say that <laughs> the people listening to Takedown Podcasts probably aren't going to become scientists? Okay. First of all, that's offensive and hurtful. <laughs> okay. I listen to that show. Are you a scientist? No, but right. I am a science enthusiast. I am a scientist adjacent. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, that's uh, that's all we got, Christy. So you know what that means. You know what that means, Christy. We are uh, the runway's coming into sight. There's a slight crosswind, but the, that sound you hear in the background is the the landing gear descending, and the captain's holding on to the sticks. And he's going to crash it into the mountain. No, that oh. is not cool. Too soon. Not cool, Christy. Too soon. Not cool. It's not appropriate. Never wait for cake. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not how this works. There's more we have to do. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, as we talked about, guys, save the date. Twitter, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Save the date. Saturday, June 6th for Odd Mall, as you heard. It's going to be very exciting. Share some more information. Um, we, I, there's a whole boatload of podcasts that I want to tell you guys about. Better World Radio, another show that I'm producing. Little Red Bandwagon, Christy's other show, Takedown Podcast. Already talked about that. Uh, I'm going to be on the next Eureka Podcast. If you're listening to this the day that I we dropped wait. the show, it's going to be coming out the next day on Friday. But I'll tell you this. Instead of having to remember all those websites, I made it super easy for you. All you have to remember is this, 10710.com, spelled out. I actually think I might just get 10710.com spelled out like one giant word, dot .com, and just redirect it. (laughs) That'd be funny. So anyway, 10710.com, T-E-N-S-E-V-E-N-T-E-N.com. You just go there. All of the shows are going to be on there. All of them. Mine, Christie's, all the extra ones, all the ones we produce, all of our friends' shows. It, it's it's this slowly building situation. It's a uh, it's a rising tide, and everybody's boats are gonna be floated, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> so 10710.com, everything's on there, all the contact information, everything you could ever hope for or want. And more is coming. It's only gonna get better. So Christina, do you have any last words? Now? Never wait for cake. And Mike, how's your bunny? Let your nerd flag fly! For reals though, Christy, will you marry me? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Is that a no? No? Okay. All right. Oof. Did not go well. <laughs>